Shall we start? Let's do it. Good morning. Good morning. Do you know what we haven't done ever um, since the last episode? So in this last two episodes? No. We haven't said welcome to the employee brand. No, it's, what's it called? The podcast. <laughs> Generation <laughs> EB. Exactly. We, mm. we never introduced the podcast, no. uh, what the name is, what we do. Uh, who we are. Who we are. We just, people should know. Mm. Which is... Uh, but I do think, like, listening to other podcasts, like, it might be hard to see that, like, oh, that's that person speaking. Oh, that's that person speaking. Yeah. Like, you can't connect the voices. But I think very much for us, I it's don't very think, clear. I do not think we have to worry <laughs> about that part. <laughs> no, but that's a really good point, because I listen to a lot of podcasts when it's, like, two girls or two mm. guys. It's you're like, oh, but who is who? And mm. what, what, you know, you mm. never know. And then you have to kind of go do your research on their Instagram. Yeah. Trying to find out, hearing the voice, and then you're like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I know. Maybe people should still do the research about us, though. Yeah. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. Of course. Follow us. Follow us on um, LinkedIn. Yeah. TikTok. Mm. Yeah. That's basically, that's they're basically where we, we're at. Do you use your Instagram for like business purposes? Like, do you promote your brand in any way there? Uh, no. Uh, sometimes. Mm but i have a embrando instagram account mm. but that basically just put up stuff that i have made and it's basically my friends and my parents they're like yay good job <laughs> so it's not very business <laughs> the related woo girls. yeah and i i'm super happy that they like mm. to woo on me but uh, of course yeah but no i have actually not um i don't i'm not i'm very bad on other channels than linkedin to put out content mm. LinkedIn, I'm pretty good at putting out content. Yeah, yeah, uh, you post a lot. Yeah, I try to do at least once a week. Uh, yeah. Sometimes two. Like I was sitting yesterday, uh, yesterday evening, writing LinkedIn posts, and I started to write on one thing, and then I kind of in the middle of it switched it because I realized, oh, this took another turn with into a better topic. <laughs> this took another turn. Yeah. How long was this post? <laughs> yeah, but no, it's not like I, it was maybe a few sentences, but then I mm. realized I had an even better idea. Got it. And then I started to work on that. So it's yeah. it's interesting how you just need to start to work, mm. right? It's basically when we went to university as well. Mm. When you started to write like I don't know, your thesis or other group project, you just need to start writing. And once you start, it is very 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 easy to just go over the flow and mm. then you get to a good point so right that's my life hack of the day life hack yeah no but that's true and i think sometimes when you haven't created any content and that could for example be linkedin posts like yep. just as an example but when you've not done that for a while yep it takes like it's such a resistance yeah. to just get it out there it's yeah. like you forget how to write. You forget your own tone of voice. You forget all these things. You're like, I don't even know who I am. What should no, I yeah. post here? Yeah. Um, but that's the good thing that you have a podcast and you need to push content with. Mm. Because then you don't have a choice. No, we don't have a choice. We don't have We need to. <laughs> or we, we could not post and people wouldn't listen. But yeah. No, but again, and I think that's coming back to like, what's the purpose of this podcast? Like, exactly. It's for us to like hang out, talk, share our ideas and then bring people with it. Yeah. Because I think that's how it all started. Yeah. Like we talked about in the first yeah, episode. Yeah, 100%. This is what we do. We drink coffee. We talk about how we're doing. We talk about content. We talk talk about how bad we feel sometimes yeah. and how great we feel some other days. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's just it. 
but from the last episode, a lot of stuff happened. When so we started to mention people in the podcast, and the people respond, and then people share that on TikTok, and then we got uh, I don't know, we didn't get too many listeners, but like we get some new listeners and new followers, which mm. was super nice, and mm. I think it's super fun to see that people actually are happy when we mention people. So we're only gonna start mentioning people in this podcast. Yeah. From now and for third month. And with that said, I actually have. I want to just bring this up. I told you this uh, before I came here. But so yesterday, I had. Okay, so the background story to this is um, uh, is that we use Team Taylor at Funnel, and I haven't been super happy with them lately. Mm. I think they are taking the wrong. Uh, decisions in where they're moving with the. I mean, they changed a lot. They changed in, a lot, yeah. and they, they made, in my opinion, they made things more complicated that it might need to be. Mm. So they had a pretty good analytics view, and then just made it more difficult to understand. Mm. And then there's some metrics that I want to have, but they can't offer, and so on. Can I just jump in there? Because I mean, yeah. you're pretty good with data, and yeah. like you worked with it for a while. Do you think that it's like who? Who did they make it harder for exactly. in this case? Exactly. I think that's a really good question because mm. I understand that I am very deep into data and the average user is probably someone that is working with talent or recruitment that is not super data savvy, probably. Mm. But like one of the things that they don't have that they can't offer is um, you can't see how many jobs you have to open in, uh, in a certain period mm. of time. So I think that's a kind of that's something you all everyone even if you're a recruiter or a hiring manager or whatever mm. you want that data yeah, yeah. because it's like basic knowledge especially now when times are hard like you can see on the graph or something how have stuff gone le- last year yeah um so i got an mps survey from team taylor and i put a two out of ten because of 10. yeah which was maybe not Damn. super did you nice put a, did you put a comment no to i did not or just two yeah, yeah i did i actually wrote, wrote a comment saying call like, me <laughs> this is my phone no but I actually said a comment saying this is uh, I think the platform is moving in the wrong direction I'm not super mm. happy with it anymore and our CS person uh, reached out to me on email I didn't answer because I hadn't, didn't have time when I got it and I forgot about it got then it. she reached out again and I was about and I added it to my to-do list but didn't answer directly mm. I'm sorry if you're listening to this I'm sorry that I'm a terrible person that doesn't answer did you leave her on read you left a two, and then and you I don't know if you can you see that on no. uh, on emails. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, so yeah, happened? yeah. So what happened next is I get a DM on LinkedIn. Mm. I get I get a um, connection request from a gay a guy called Eric, and Eric is the CEO of Tim Taylor. And I was wow! Like, oh, so yeah. the CEO the reached CEO out. The CEO out to me, and he wrote to me. Um, later that day later yesterday and he was like yeah, i saw that you weren't super happy uh i would just be super nice to hear what you think i'm really respecting your opinion here and I oh want to you hear. want to hear your your thoughts and and the reason by the, behind exactly it too. exactly so he someone actually had sent this to him probably or he got a notification whatever saying that i'm not super happy with the platform mm. and he was like i understand if you're not uh, i don't have the time and so on but if you have time please i was super happy and I wrote uh, some, I, I was very honest with, I've, I was like, yeah, I, I think the platform is moving in the wrong direction uh, from an employer branding perspective. Um, from a talent perspective, I can't like tell, but from an employer branding perspective, which you also say in your like the 
big header on your career uh, on that's your profile. That's their sales pitch. Exactly, employer branding. So mm. it's valid to have an opinion about this. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I, I, was, I, I, mean, I said what I thought. I, was, I mean, I kind of said that I, I think the analytics work. I think this metric I want to be. I think the, some part of the blog post is really shitty and I've been talking support many times asking for improvement about this because it feels like a bug that they didn't ever fix. Uh, and I have some more thoughts, but I can probably come with them right now. Uh, and then I said this. So I said, you guys are still the best on the market right mm. now. But if there would come up a competitor that would offer a better employer branding solution and as good uh, talent solution mm. uh, or ATS solution that you have, I would highly concern, uh, highly... Um, like the likelihood of you changing? Yeah, exactly. Would be, yeah, mm. the, the, it, would like, the, it would be... I wouldn't... I would churn uh, mm. from easily, and and he's like, yeah, thank you so much for this. Uh, I will send it to our product team. And then I wrote, if you no. ever wanted to do a push on the employer branding side uh, on the platform, call me and we can. I can be a product owner. <laughs> oh my god, you said that? Yeah, it was just a joke. But I know. Did but, he respond to it? Did uh, he laugh? He left the heart. Oh, the heart. Mm. What color? Red. Oh, yeah. No, but the thing is, I want to, I want to give kudos to Eric for reaching out. Uh, yeah, because that was I amazing. Think it was for amazing for him to uh, to reach out and actually care and actually, I don't know. We'll see if they're gonna improve this thing. It's not where they just be like, okay, we got the feedback. Fuck it. Uh, hopefully, they improve uh, mm. or maybe come with like, we can't do this because of this and this. You yeah. know. But matter of fact, that they actually responded. Mm to this and reached out and when the CS person didn't get answered the, the CEO reached out yeah they I think escalated it I think that it, it might not even be Eric that is actually reaching out it could be someone else using his account but from a customer perspective it's really nice because you feel kind of important and that's usually how mm. it is when it comes to customer service you want to make you want to hear the person mm. and you want to make them feel important uh, yeah and that's why but <laughs> It's super fun, and it was. I think it's really good by Tim Taylor that did this. So yeah. Really kudos to them, and I think that, uh, yeah, super good. Yeah, and I also think that when it then comes to like surveys in general, yeah, um, and people put a two out of ten, yeah, I mean sometimes people are just also being uh, like, you know, grumpy and yeah. putting their the worst number ever because on there, have... but just just because they're in a bad mood or something happened, like all of these things you <clears throat> you can't really like i don't know sometimes you don't get the full story behind the two for example no. but here they did everything in their power to actually hear it from you and i think you actually had things to say and not just placing a two out no. of ten for the sake of it whereas i think that if you turn it around to like people who actually put i don't know eight out of ten ten out of ten do you also call them to say like, okay, yeah. thank you for giving us this review, but would you mind giving us two lines on what it is that you think is super, super great? Because yeah. that's also data going into their system yeah. on like, okay, everyone actually loves the header on the blog posts. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, everyone loves that feature. So I mean, why remove it if yeah. that was something that they really loved? Yeah. Um, so I think it goes both ways to look into the data when people put a really low number, yeah. but also very high. And this comes into employee branding or or talent acquisition as well, mm. because you have the 
usually sometimes you have the CMPS, like candidate MPS score. And that can be really interesting to look at depending if they kind of got the job, if they got rejected, you know, mm. all that stuff. So that's also kind of very important feedback so you can perfect your process, uh, recruitment process. Yeah, and also get feedback from how you were responding in that process. Yeah. For example, when I was at Team oh, team Teller, I've not been at Team Teller, <laughs> when I was at Fall Damage, yeah. um, we measured our uh, recruitment process by sending out a survey, etc. And candidates actually like responded and they responded with like, Sophia did, did great with this and that. Like they put your name yeah. on the survey and that when you looked into it, it was like, oh my God, they paid attention. And also my behavior throughout the recruitment process that actually affected someone at the end of exactly. the day. Like so I moved someone's emotions. They felt like I was holding their hand throughout yeah. the process or maybe I didn't. Like, no, she didn't respond in two days and that actually made me anxious. Yeah. Like you get everything. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, the people that leave these comments and actually take time to do it it's super nice right because how many actually respond but it's all, more often it's people that are hurt or didn't get the job or something that leaves a comment mm. uh, being upset usually mm. I've seen ton of these times that that happens but we sometimes get some things that people are like I'm super happy I didn't get the job I'm super happy how this process was I think was re I re really respected me and so on mm. and for the talent team working with this it's super important that kind of data is super super important for them because they it shows that they are giving value that they're doing a great job and they can sh show it internally to stakeholders and so on so with that said if you are in a recruitment process next time and you get the CMPS survey answer it yes and be not be not no, but nice. Be honest. Be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You don't because, have to be nasty. No. No. Exactly. You don't <laughs> have to be mean. But be honest. If you don't like it, say why, so they can improve, and we'll all of us will have a better recruitment experience in the long run. Yeah. Let's hope for that because I know some processes out yeah. there they are nasty. Yeah. 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 And, and not talking about the candidates here. Talking about the actual processes yeah. that you don't like. Again, this is nothing new, but that companies don't respond to candidates yeah. i don't get it why don't you respond it could just be an automated email yeah. just saying you didn't you didn't, we didn't take you in the process yeah That's it. it's to so, me i don't get it it's so simple it's just like one click away mark everyone yeah and then psh. i i don't i honestly i don't get it and i'm shocked that this is still like a topic <laughs> in, 2023. in 2023 like what is going on here guys we've had this feedback and again going back to feedback obviously we don't pay attention as oh. ta teams oh. like just answer your candidates yeah i mean you would answer your users like your customers right yeah if they were hey we want to share or whatever you would pay attention yeah, yeah sometimes i feel like we need to step it up a bit but there are companies field. doing this very good but then it's uh, those bad companies that do it really bad mm. that gets a lot of attention on LinkedIn when yeah. someone writes about it and then everyone in TA just gets shit for it I know I know but I guess that goes for every yeah, yeah. like every field everyone has their own pitfall and like hate towards yeah. them and such yeah. but but yeah in general I, and what I was going to get to with that is that when you treat your can't 
sorry when you treat your candidates that badly yeah. in the process like either you ghost them or you respond after three weeks saying that oh we still don't have feedback like come on what's taking so long but when you don't respond you're not thinking about how important the recruitment process is, is for your employer brand no to me it's one of the core drivers to strengthen the employer brand to actually 100%. fill the process with yeah, a yeah. good experience because I mean, a good experience to me. That's at the end of the day. That 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 that. <laughs> How are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> it's morning. <laughs> <laughs> that necessarily don't correspond with someone getting a job. No. That to me is not the good experience. The good experience is that they actually leave the process either with a job or without it, but still feel like wow, I was treated well throughout. Yeah. And I can actually go and speak about this. Mm -hmm. And I would happily share. Like that's what I want from the recruitment process. Word of mouth yeah. is probably the most important channel that yeah. people don't care about. I, or people care about, but, but they don't have do to utilize it. how do you nurture that though? And how do you utilize that? Because I actually did a survey. Keep everyone happy. <laughs> Just make everyone happy. <laughs> no, but I think that I did a survey, actually going back to surveys, <laughs> um, a few weeks back talking to new joiners into like, why did they join? Ooh, um, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. It's an ongoing project. Um, but anyhow, a lot of the data in there was actually like, yeah, word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Like that was the biggest data point that we got out of it. There's like, oh my God, a lot of people actually join us because of word of mouth. They hear about us yeah. and that's not trackable. No. Like dark. how do you track yeah. word of mouth? going into data and metrics yeah, and stuff. No, but that, like, I mean, it's and, super difficult. And again, I think, see, now we're getting into data and metrics. We were gonna talk about content today. We're yeah. just going all over. Yeah. Um, okay, last part about last it. Last part about <laughs> it. No, but la just last, last, last part about that is that when you then go to your ATS, for example, Yes. because my ATS uh, analytics is saying something completely different than from yeah. the survey, yeah, then, yeah, for yeah. example. 100%. Like the, the answers are not, <laughs> at all on the same page. Um, so I go to Team Teller, we also use that. Um, and I just see the very, very last part of when someone actually sends in the application. And I miss out on this entire universe on how someone actually got to know about us. Yeah. Because I can't track that piece without talking to people like, hey, Martin, how did you really hear about Funnel for the first time? Like yeah. all these things. Yeah. I just see basically you pressing apply to this job yeah or i you got to the career page but i don't know how you got to the career or page what i was seeing or whatever exactly yeah. there's so much information behind that and then at the end of the day i think as a as a ta person you're like oh they didn't apply because my ad was shit yeah like of course the ad might not be great there's yeah. always things to do with ads and that's for Maybe we can talk about that later in this episode about content, yeah. the job ad themselves. Yeah. But at the same time, that's not really true to be so hard on yourself saying that, oh, is we don't get candidates because my ad sucks. That's There's the, the whole usually work. Usually not that the problem. No. Exactly. So, I mean, there, it's all the work that you've done before that to actually, I don't know, talk about your com company, word of mouth, like nurture all these yeah, different yeah, channels. 100%. That builds the story throughout time and not the specific ad. But it's very easy to talk about the ad. Yeah. And also seeing that as like if we just have a good if we just have good ads, yeah. 
job ads. Then we'll get Superman applications. Then they're yeah, gonna then we'll get. But le- let's leave okay. data and uh, metrics and so on. We can actually talk in the next episode. We're gonna talk about goals, metrics for 2024. Right, because 2024 is just around the corner. Just around so the corner. So it's time. It's time to talk about it, and I think that's gonna be a really interesting episode. Mm. But this time, or today, we're gonna talk about content mm. and some distribution as well, mm. because that's one of the things that we kind of touched on in the last episode that someone reached out to me and saying, hey, I want to know more about this. Mm. And I think it's a super, super good thing to talk about. Mm. Because when I shared uh, that clip on LinkedIn with uh, with distribution and content, someone actually comment, or Thomas that works at Funnel as an SEO guy comment, it's 20% creating content, 80% uh, distribution. And I think that's a really like the 80-20 rule, which is super, super interesting because when it comes to paid advertising uh, on like social media, you always talk about 80% of the uh, of the budget should, should go on awareness stage or whatever, and 20% should go on conversions because you need to fill that pool with people that knows about your brand and then you can try to convert. This is more in uh, e-commerce, but I li- like the idea mm. of it. And I think that something that we're a lot of people, unfortunately, are really, I don't know if it's lack of knowledge or they just don't have the time, but I've seen so many times that people create content or they take an agency to creating content for them or whatever, and they post it once and then it's dead. Yeah. We touched on this last episode as well. But what I think is the most important is consistency and actually being like, posting maybe once a week or whatever and then you're gonna see some result because you can't just post once and hope for it to go viral and then you'll be like yes fine <laughs> you need to actually be consistent like every every single brand it's a even if it's like an employer brand or a product brand you not, never see a product marketing team just post once and then just wait for things to happen they work continuously with this mm. so i it's shocks me kind of sometimes that we are so naive in in TA that we think that posting once is enough. But I think that comes down to, okay, then who is posting? Exactly. Is it TA people? Because TA people, goodness, we're everything. And every, like, we have 200 hats in this role. We're That's supposed to be social media managers. We're supposed to be content creators. Yes. We're very much supposed to be service-minded and a little bit like customer support, like customer yeah. excellence people as well. And again can we expect from a ta person that they know how to utilize every social social channel there is in the best possible way for the best possible outcome like no no, you can't but then also it's unreasonable how much you expect someone working in ta to know everything Mm. it's basically digital marketing 10 years ago Mm. when they were supposed to be social media manager they're supposed to be paid uh, specialist there's be data special you know everything right. and that's not fair because a person always have they have a certain amount of time and now you see all these like specialist roles like performance marketing specialist content specialist you know even data analyst in in a marketing team and i think this is the problem with the organization today they don't have the, the resources they don't get the money to have uh, someone actually working full-time with employer branding usually is someone that is working full-time with uh, recruitment mm. being like hey you want to do this okay how many hours can i have doing this you can have two hours each week doing this 
and we want to see some results on it. Of course. Good luck. <laughs> and you don't follow up. You don't like actually put in any resources. You don't help them with stakeholders. You just let them go. Mm. I think we need to be, or TA leaders need to be more clear and say, okay, here is, even though it's just two hours a week, set goals, set expectation, let the person actually like commit to that person doing those two hours and not doing anything else. Mm. Because if they want to learn a bit better, they can, two hours still not enough maybe, but they can start the process. Mm. Because if you don't start, you're never gonna build a brand or start with exactly. a brand. Exactly, I think there's two things to this. I, I think feel mad, no one talking about this. <laughs> get so mad, <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> no, but I, I think there's two things to this. So, okay, everyone, like as a company, you might not have the possibility to have a full marketing team designated to your TA team. Like, no, it, it's hard times. Most often not. Exactly, and it's hard times right now. Like, yes. That's just the world we're in. So I think there's two routes to this. I think one, either you rethink about how to build TA teams for the future. And when I say that, I mean like, maybe you maybe you only need one recruiter, but then you need a content creator, and then maybe you need like a, an analytics engineer or a data scientist to, to be more of a squad, like a tech squad, yeah, yeah, yeah. to like bring in different competencies and skill sets that combined creates the inbound that you're looking for, but also focus on the outbound, but also the experience as a whole. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Yeah. All over today. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, no, but that's one thing. So how do you actually set up your TA team for success? Who do you actually recruit to your TA yes. team? That's one thing. But then on the second uh, or the route two is to actually help the people that you have today yeah. in your TA teams. And most often that's a mix between junior talent acquisition specialist uh, to talent partners. Uh, so that's like the range. So everyone is basically just focusing on funneling applications yeah. and candidates throughout the process, which is fine. That's yeah. the reality of most people. Yeah. But then how do you create content creators out of those recruiters like how can you with easy uh, tools help them to actually create content themselves yeah. and not being blocked by marketing yeah. how can you help them understand better on how to utilize these social platforms maybe you maybe the first step is that you have too many you yeah. can't post on linkedin TikTok, instagram blog uh, and the all these things at the same time. Maybe that's too much because you can't post the same content on all channels. No. So you have to be creative on, okay, what works on Instagram? Maybe a picture, maybe not. Um, works on TikTok, obviously a short video. Like there's many different ways to behave on these platforms. Yep. But I think that as a TA person, you just have to like, you're just doing your best, to be honest. You're just yeah. trying to survive at times because you have 20 ongoing yeah. processes. And you feel super overwhelmed by this, uh, everything of, happening. Of course, and everyone in a TA function, they know that I have to start creating awareness about this position so that I can help myself to not spend the time on only doing outreach. Yeah. If I create content, then I don't have to spend as much time on outreach because I attract people who's interested 
and then I can actually spend time in the process, yeah. being close to hiring managers, helping them out, and also being there for the candidates. So I think there's two routes to this. Yeah. And ultimately, I think route two, we're not at that, we're not there, or yet. route one, we're not there yet. Like probably building in squads. Future. I mean, Pro- yeah, probably in the future, but yeah. not, not right today. Not no. Um, so today, I think we have to focus on the second part was that how can you help your recruiters to become content creators? Exactly. Yes. And so what I think a question then that pops up in many people's mind is like content. What content should I create? Yeah. Where do I start? Where do I start? Yeah. All these things. Yeah. What would you say working with content? Yeah. I mean, you create a lot of I'll different create a content. Lot. Yeah. No, I, I've been very open with um, where you can start because people always expect, okay, I need to content. It needs to be video or, you know, this fancy stuff. Mm. It takes time. I mean, I've been working with videos for 10 plus years learning the skill. So that can take some time making, like you can make simple stuff, obviously, but making, if you want to make fancy stuff. But then what most uh, TA people are good at is writing. Mm. So start with maybe a blog post and share that on LinkedIn or whatever, because it's easy to create. You can can maybe add some pictures and so on. It's like super, it's good, like easy going into the creation phase mm. and start to try. And then you can also maybe work together with the marketing team. They can help you with, I don't know, pictures or whatever. So I usually say to people, if uh, someone comes to me and asks, like, I'm a recruiter, where should I start with um, free branding or content creation? I always say, start with mm. talking to the people in your organization and see if there's any interesting stories. You don't have to be pushing a certain role or something, but talk about their challenges, what they enjoy doing, how they got to the company, and so on. And write that into text. Maybe not make it too long, but do it and then post it on your career site and then you can share it on your LinkedIn because then you have it on two places which is good right so, so you when can... you say share it on LinkedIn you don't actually mean that copy paste on all the text no 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 of course not that's a really good one mm. uh, it's you can actually so take that um, the link or whatever and then you maybe can post a picture of the person mm. on LinkedIn adding something hey uh, Mm. a caption I don't know what read more about read more as the person yeah, yeah. Uh, and the link to it mm. and then people some people might just read that and be like okay I've seen this and like it and whatever and some people might actually go into the to, to, to the blog to the blog and read it there uh, but I think that what a lot of people is kind of missing it here is that blog posts are really good to you can do a lot of different stuff with blog posts mm. you can reuse them you can post them again. You can, I don't know, you can put, make parts into a Q&A. Whatever. You can do so much stuff out of one thing. Mm. So talking about having few hours, but you want to do a lot. Mm. Blog post is pretty good because you can do so much from it. And I think that that's where I would start. But then if you really want to take it, like put an effort into this, then it's a whole other route. I think that's mm. what we talked about. That you need, then you need to actually focus, put goals and so on. Mm. But I think you should always put goals on that this TA person doing this as well, mm. uh, and also make them really like define the goal. So during this first half of 2024, we want to accomplish 5,000 engagement on LinkedIn. That would be a, uh, a like, comment, 
uh, or share or mm. a click or something. That's what we took measure. 5,000 of those in half a year, pretty much. And this will be attainable by X person putting two hours a week into this, creating content. Mm. And this will also be posted on LinkedIn. So be very, you, can you remember when we went to uni, when they talked about smart goals? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and this is basically that. <laughs> really, really defining yeah. the time frame, the scope, and all that stuff. Yeah. And how we're gonna get there. Yeah. Because that's one thing that I think a lot of people are missing. Now I'm kind of jumping here, but people usually say, okay, we want to build a strong employer brand. Mm. But they don't kind of define what it is or how they're gonna get there or whatever. Mm. So if you start there, give the resources to a tier person, let them create some content and like work together. If you're a TA manager now, work together with that person on like being supporting them, mm. also work with them internally as a stakeholder manage, uh, manager and make sure that marketing is on board and everything. And you'll, I promise you will see results from this, positive mm. results from this. Mm. Because it's, it's might, might sound really difficult, but it's not that difficult really. Mm. You just have to start. Mm. And that's the end of my summer prat. Mm. Thank you for a keynote. <laughs> no, but what I think from hearing this is that that's too complicated. Really? Yeah. To be honest, I don't think that there's time for that because a hiring need will always be your top prior. So even though you have those two hours but per week. But if you week, really commit to them. No, but I, and, and I hear you and I want to believe that that's possible. I just don't think it is. I Like to yeah, be completely yeah. honest, because I've been in so many TA teams and they're like, yeah, so I have this blocked time in my calendar to be creative. One. I don't know about you guys, but I can never be creative on a clock type. Like, okay, no, no. Okay, two o'clock on Fridays, woo, creative. <laughs> creative. Like, I can't. Uh, so that's number one. But number two, it's the whole thing that you say about connecting with the organization. I very much think, and I want to believe that marketing have time to sit down with TA and like help them and support them. But number one, they work for the commercial brand. Yeah. They have to prioritize the users, the co customers, the whatever their mission is. On the other side, I think it's equally as important to have the right people in your organization in order to drive the business success yeah. as it is to have users buying your products. Yeah, but also service. employer branding content affects the buyer and exactly. make people buy because they see a, exactly. a person behind it. But now we're putting pressure on people saying that because now we're like, ah, then I have to start creating content. Like, yes, no. you do. Yeah. You have to start today. <laughs> but at the same time, take it down a notch. It's okay. What people want to hear. And I think, again, you talked about conversations. I'm all about going to the organization and actually hearing what people are talking about, what is engaging, what's challenging, what is the world? Like, what are we talking yeah. about in this company? I think that's really interesting. But also as a recruiter, you have the reality that you're in is that you have these five positions that you need to fill. Yeah. Focus on them. You don't have to build the bigger brand for the entire organization. Focus on them because yeah. you need to fill those positions. And that's probably within two days if you ask the hiring manager. Yeah. Focus on them. Take the first one. Maybe you're looking for a social media manager. Perfect. Post Actually, on TikTok. <laughs> Post on TikTok. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. But, and that's probably true. But like, 
go to the marketing team see what they are saying about this position why do we have this need why do we care about social media yeah. like really get the the core the purpose of that role and then try to write the blog post about that the blog post doesn't have to be long but just create something, something yeah. and then go back to okay what what does candidates actually ask about in the processes maybe they ask about okay so i'm going to be a social media manager at that company who's my manager who's going to be the one that i can talk to yeah. talk to that person and see hey sarah who are you as a leader what can i expect from working with you yeah. what do you think is fun with the things that you're doing like ask that person and then you start building the story from there because i think just like go and talk to people in the organization it's like, okay hell where do i start yeah. like do you just walk over to another team? Because again, TA, we very much sit with people and culture. We have our own little pod. Yeah. We don't leave. We don't go to data analytics and like, hey guys, how's your day? What's the challenge in your job? Like, You don't? That's the and only again, thing I do. <laughs> okay. So on the next topic of <laughs> that, yeah. it's to actually become comfortable in talking to people. Because yeah. now we're saying like, get up and talk to people. Yeah, perfect. In a dream scenario, in a dream world, that's just comes naturally. But there's a lot of trust going in and like relationship building in order to get the content started. Yes. You need to go to your internal friends. Yes, yes, yes. And you need as a TA person to have friends in a company. You need to be friends with the different departments. Yeah. You need to be friends with the different specialists. Yeah. You have to care about them yeah. and also make them care about you as yeah. like, what are you doing? What are you trying to do here? Like make friends and then get yeah, the story going. And I totally agree. And mm. I think that, as you say, like making friends internally is super, super important. Mm. And I mean, I work with employer branding on a daily basis and I still struggle sometimes approaching people mm. because it's not, I'm really bad at just doing this like first impression uh, approaching. So what I usually do on this, like I usually just is of saying, write to them on Slack, like, hey, uh, I want to want to do this with your team. Do you just want to take a quick coffee and just talk about it? And it's so much easier because then you like now you're friends, kind mm. of, because people are usually very open to this. People like to talk about themselves and what they <laughs> like to do. Yes. So once you just do that, yeah. they will be happy to talk about stuff. Yep. And. Then I go let's go, but it takes yeah. It's not very natural just to be like if some people might have that you're like Woo! some people's are just yeah. stars. I mean, go for it. Yeah, exactly. That's but amazing. if you if you a bit more like us, yeah. If you're not super comfortable, approach someone where you don't have to go and knock them on the shoulder. Just go on the Slack or whatever mm. and write to them, and then you'll take from there. Yeah, and also ask when they have the time to talk exactly. about this. Don't just push yourself. Exactly. On onto their schedule and busy things. Make um, them your friend. Exactly. No, I think that's that's like really coming down to it. If you have friends internally, where you can also feel yeah. like you're true to yourself and not, you know, like, hey, we need to sell this company and this amazing opportunity. Like, no, calm down. You just need to share the story of what it's like to be in your shoes at this company. Yep. So don't overdo it. Like don't overthink the whole thing. Like no. sit down and talk to people, just like you and I are doing right now. Yeah. We're just talking, but it's not that we're like, okay, so three nuggets on how to do this. Like that's no. that can be so aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Just talk and be chill and let them be a mm. part of it. Work together. And bring coffee and or bring tea. Coffee and yeah, yeah. something nice. Yes. Maybe a snack. 
maybe a snackaroo. snackaroo. Not spinning chairs though. Don't do that. How we spin a lot today? I don't know. I don't think I put my foot down and I'm like, don't you <laughs> don't, move. Don't so you dare had, to spin. Exactly. I think it's I have, a hassle to edit. Was it hard to edit last episode? Oh, no. I mean, you're we're spinning sometimes, but <laughs> usually when you talked about something, you were sitting still. It's not like this when you go talking at the same time, but uh, it, it worked. But here we are again in the spinning chairs, which these chairs are fantastic. They're Back to the Jetson. So nice. Yeah. Thank you, Grandpa. Yeah. I love that also that you inherited mm. these ones. Yeah. These are like a good, like 50 years. So, and this is quality. This is quality. What Just like our content. Imagine if this were <laughs> built by, I don't know, Shein or something. Yeah. No, it would break it down. Yeah. It wouldn't last, but this is high quality. They put a lot of effort into it, yeah. making it solid. And that's what you should do with your employer brand as well. Right? Yeah. Long term. Yeah, long term. Long term, yeah, long term. Yeah. We have talked uh, for 41 minutes now, which was uh, went quick today. Yeah. Real fun stuff. Yeah. A lot of good stuff in here. Yes. I do. I'm very interested in the two routes for the TA teams. Yeah. Like, how are we actually going to do this? Because I think that as a recruiter, I know it's stressful. Yeah. You have so much on your plate. You have a lot of like stressed hiring managers it's a bunch of sense of urgency you have to jump onto many different contexts you have to be the expert of the organization yeah. people expect you to know what a squad lead is like all these things yeah but again i think it's just that if you're a ta person out there remember that you also carry the brand throughout the recruitment yeah. process you are very much the pillar of the organization and the first point of contact for candidates yeah Make sure that you do whatever you can to improve that process. Yeah. And that might be that you create better um, better templates yeah. to approach candidates, like when they're in the process. Yeah. But really get started with your content creation and don't don't set the standard to be a production team. Like No, 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 no. Okay. Just start, start easy. Start easy. Start with maybe content to, that you've tried yourself. Yeah. Like, for example, I've had my Instagram for how many years now? Like pictures, yeah. good. That's what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. Maybe I can start with that. Maybe, like you say, maybe you have a passion for copywriting. Like start with that. Maybe you're also really good at video. Yeah. Start with that. Like whatever do you feel it comfortable is, yeah. with, start with that. But I do think that, that people should go on Canva. Yeah, that's a really easy way to yeah. start. Canva.com. Yeah. Check it out. It's super, it's like Photoshop and for beginners. And for it's even they have a freeze version of it, yeah. which is super easy too. So, yeah, I think that start is the but just start. Yeah, just start and remember that exactly. And I also think that like people internally, they might be a little bit scared to be on video, be on yeah. pictures, and all these things. That's when Canva can come in and help you to just do better looking, like stuff. yeah, just stuff. Like you don't even have to be have people's faces in there already you can no. just have basically a thumbnail or a question like yeah. something um yeah. but i would start with canva yes i agree 100 goody goody my friend goody goody mm. before we leave i just want to mention quickly one thing so i am open for new assignments yes you are yes i, I have one client signed uh, in the signing phase so hopefully that's uh that's done. Uh, so I have another 
about 50%. So that would be 20 hours a week, mm-hmm. 80 hours a month, because I'm quick at math here. Uh, wow. Doing employee branding work. So if you your organization needs help to actually really build a brand and right. create content and want to take it to like next, 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 next level, uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn, uh, Martin Solaya. Mm. Or whatever, if you find my phone number somewhere, you can call me. <laughs> but reach out to me and we can take it from there. Um, but hurry, because people are actually reaching out. I know, and the uh, video that you posted, that got so much attention. Yeah. yeah. It would be really fun if someone listening to podcast would be a future client. That would be so nice. That would be so nice. That would be so fun. That's a good user story. Like, how did you hear about Ex- Martin? Exactly. <laughs> so Attribution. Good attribution yeah that's for another episode yeah pair we have your request we're gonna talk about attribution it's coming up it's coming it's coming but also on that note yeah you're interested in new assignments you're open for that yeah but i also think that one thing that you get from working together with you yeah. like if i'm on the ta team side now that you you actually get a mentor in how to do this like yeah. all the things that we just talked yeah, about yeah. today you are the perfect guy to actually sit down with and like they can Start. you can help them to just get started and yeah. if you have 20 hours a week i would say that invest that in mentor time yeah. for your team yeah exactly yeah and i mean also like help with stakeholder management and like get the marketing team maybe on the right mm. track and so on so it's uh, reach out just don't hesitate Let's grab a coffee and talk more, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's easy. Right? It's easy. Right? Yeah. Let's get a cappuccino and get the conversation going. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Goody, goody. Next episode, we're going to do KPIs data 2024. Choo-choo. Until then, thank you for listening and have a fantastic day. Yeah, do it. The best day. The best day. It's Friday. It's Friday today. Friday. Friday Remember that Friday. song? Woo! <laughs> Perfect. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. 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 Bye.